0: Amen, Mom. Thank you. That's not my mom's fault. It's my fault. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) What a good, good father we have. Amen. If you are able, I am going to ask you to stand this morning for the reading of God's Word. And if you're not, that is fine. But if you could rise, as I read um, from the book of Luke this morning, because as a pastor once told me, if you don't have them stand for anything, stand for the reading of the Word of God. One day, can you say one day? One day day as he was preaching on the shore of Lake Gennesaret, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the Word of God. And he noticed there were two empty boats standing at the water's edge while the fishermen washed their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, who we know as Peter, its owner... To push out a little into the water so that he could sit in the boat and speak to the crowds from there. And when he had finished speaking, he then said to Peter, Go out where it's deeper and let down your nets, and you're going to catch a lot of fish. And I love what Peter said. He said, Sir, he was polite, we worked hard all last night and we didn't catch one fish but if you say so, we will try again. And this time their nets were so full that they began to tear. And a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish and they were on the verge of sinking. And when Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees. And he said, Sir, please leave us. I am too much of a sinner for you to have around. For he was awestruck by the size of their catch, as were the others with Him. And His partners too, who were James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Jesus said, don't be afraid, because from now on you'll be fishing for the souls of men. And as soon as they landed, they left everything, and they went with Him. Amen? That's the reading of the Word of God for the people of God. And the people of God may be seated. Amen? This next picture that's coming up, this is like me almost every day of my life. Look at that, look at him. A little more hair. What does that say? That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense. Does your guys' life make sense? Does everything in your life make sense? Does everything add up? Mrs. Myers, does your life does it make sense? I was thinking about things in my life that add up and again I started thinking about food. And you know what really doesn't make sense to me? They deliver a pizza in a square box. But the pizza's circular and they cut it in triangles. Mom, does that make sense? I put a thing on Facebook asking for some people to put some things that um, didn't make sense, and I did it in some different avenues and on Facebook and and Twitter and a couple other things, and we had some where just the way people treat each other doesn't make sense. Sometimes how much no-frills charges for fruit and vegetables when the fruit and vegetables isn't even fresh, amen? (laughs) That doesn't make sense. But can I tell you this morning, FCC... Sometimes God doesn't even make sense in our own lives. Amen? Do you believe that? Sometimes God doesn't even make sense. In the story we read this morning, Peter would look at you and he would say, this doesn't even make sense. Amen? When I was reading it, there were a few things that just didn't make sense to me. And if I was Peter... I would have been pulling out what little hair I had left. I want you to look up here a little bit. The things you're good at, He, and that's Jesus, is even what? Better. Better. The things you're good at, the things you're talented at, the things He has blessed you with, and you think you have got it handled, He's even better. That doesn't make sense to me sometimes, and I'll tell you why. It's because that's not how we think. I want you to look at this picture. This is Jesus on Peter's boat, and a crowd of people up this hillside, and there were so many people around Jesus that they couldn't all see Him or hear Him if they were on the same level. So he saw those boats, and he said, Peter, can I push off a little bit and preach from there so that more people can be impacted? And Peter's answer was what? Yes, you can use my boat. Jesus, you can use my boat for what you're good at. Jesus, you're a preacher. Jesus, you're a teacher. You are a healer. I have heard and been with you on some of the things you're doing. So look, you can use My boat for that. But then Jesus finishes preaching. And He says, Peter, thank you for letting Me use your boat to preach, but now I want you to go out and catch some fish. You know what Peter said? Look up here. It's hard to see this, but it says, find your lane, stay in that lane. That's the fast track to success. This is the world we live in. Find what you're good at and stay at that in that lane. In other words, dad, all those stories I've told about you. Happy Father's Day, but don't go out to Scott Reiken's garage and tell him you're going to fix some cars. I'm not up there this <laughs> week. Find your lane, stay in that lane. That's the fast track to success. So, in other words, God, this doesn't make sense to me because God, there's only a few things I do well. There's so many things I need help with. There's so many things I need your prayers for. I really need you to get into my boat and help me here, but not in this one avenue. God, I'm okay preaching. Mom, you're okay singing. You don't need God's help. Just 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 sing and stay in that lane. Jesus, you don't need Jesus' help on that, but you might need Jesus' help on jumping up and touching the rim like you told us you could do one time. Peter and his buddies had been out all night long, professional fishermen, and they had not caught one fish. And they're sitting down with their nets, cleaning them, because they have to be clean, but they're not cleaning the remains of any fish out of there. They've been fishing all night, and here comes this preacher saying, go out and catch some fish in the time of day when you're not going to catch fish. The sun was just coming up, and they said that the angle of the sun on Lake Gennesaret would actually scare the fish into the deep parts of the water, and that's not when you want to fish. But Jesus told them to. First thing that doesn't make sense to me was simply, the things I'm good at, or I think I'm good at, or I think God has made me good at, He's even better. And I need to realize that. But secondly, look up here with me. When you're what? You're close to being what? That doesn't make sense to me. Does it make sense to you? When you're empty... You're close to being full. Uh, Tell me what this symbol symbolizes. What what does that mean? Empty, Empty, right? What does this mean? What does this mean again? What does this mean again? How do we feel a lot of times? What does that say? What do we put on Facebook? We're... Somebody, our relationships and our health are on empty. We tell people at the store we're feeling full, right? Kamei, does this look like our our gas gauge on most vehicles I'm driving? Yeah. Yeah. And can I tell you, FCC, I don't have one of these cars that tell you down here 22 miles till you got 22 miles left. And even if I do have a car like that, I multiply that times three, and that's how many miles I really have. Now, Kamei could have the gauge right here, and we could be driving from Ashland to Greenwood, and she'd say, Honey, you need to pull over and get gas. (laughs) For a lot of us, this is where our life is at. For many of us, this is what our life is at. But it's not where we want it at because most of us, this is what we portray to other people. I'm doing fine. I'm full. My health is great. My relationships are awesome. Church is the best. God's answering all my calls. When the truth is FCC, this is what your gas gauge looks like. Amen? But we want people to think this is it because then we get more likes. Then we get more people looking at us. Here's the truth. Jesus needs you what? Empty. Empty. Jesus came over the hillside. He had a throng of people with Him and He needed to preach to them and He looked out and He saw empty boats. Amen? Amen? He saw empty boats. If those boats would have been full of the fish that they caught the night before, uh, Jesus would not have had a pulpit to preach from, and then He would not have had room to send them out further to catch some fish. Jesus needs you empty. Third thing. Mom, I need you to look at this. Others can be blessed around you. Others can be blessed around you, but, can you say but? You have to tell them. I say that doesn't make sense. And you may look at me and say, Pastor Bobby, you're crazy, because that does make sense. You have to tell somebody something for them to be blessed but it doesn't make sense because this isn't how we live. Jesus sent that boat out. And Peter didn't want it to go out. He was like, Lord, I have been fishing all night long. I have been fishing these waters for years. We did not catch one fish. You don't know what you're talking about. But he goes out. And they're blessed so much that it says that their nets were tearing. And why this doesn't make sense to me is I have been over here in my life. I have been in this avenue of my life doing whatever. Maybe, maybe it was about my health. Maybe it was about a relationship. Maybe it was about a job. Maybe it was about a ministry. And God actually answered my prayer. And He gave me these blessings. And my nets are ripping. And I've got all these other people out here. But I hoard it for myself. And I'm like, I don't don't want to tell them how I did this. I don't want to tell them how much God's blessed me. I don't want to share this with them. I want to make sure that I get mine. And then if there's any overflow, I'll let them help. Amen? It's not what Peter did. In the story this morning, it said he had a partner boat. In other Gospels, there were even other boats out on the lake that day. And they were empty. Can you say empty? That tells me that those other boats who came over and helped them collect their fish, their blessing, their catch, they hadn't caught anything all night either because they had room to help them. Those people as Peter is bringing in his catch, and he sees that he cannot contain it all. His nets cannot hold it. He realizes that there's empty ships and empty boats and people hurting all over the place. And I'm telling you what this morning, FCC, listen to me. I'm going up here because I'm going to do a little preaching, Dad. When I went to Oxbow this morning, and I'm not talking about Judy Allington even though that's who we visited, There are people that their boats are empty. Honey, you and I left in tears, didn't we? We had a lady who asked us how Judy was when we left, and we were honest with her. And she says, you know what, Abby? I wish I could trade places with her. And this is a lady who her health is okay. I wish I could trade places with her because I don't have anything left. My kids are taken care of. Nobody visits me. My husband's in heaven. I'm ready to go. And we left crying. And Kamei and I looked at each other. You could spend the rest of your life blessing empty ships at the care center and Oxbow 24 hours a day. There's people there that their families don't even visit them. And I know, FCC, that each and every one of you has something going on in your life right now where you're like, that's a good story, Bob, but every time, every time I've asked Jesus to send my boat out and to catch fish, I, I, I come back and I'm, my nets aren't tearing. I would challenge you this morning to look to your right. To look to your left. To look at this building. To look at your pastor. And realize that your nets have they've been full many times over. Amen? And how many times have our nets been full and there's been a sea full of ships? Full of ships. And their boats are empty. But we haven't called them over so our blessings can go on to them. But here's the best part. Peter, who's been a fisherman for his whole life. He comes to the shore. And I, I can just imagine those boats coming up and they're trying to, to get those fish off the boats and to the shore. And Jesus is just smiling. And for those of you who are fishermen or fisherwomen, we know the stories about catching a big fish, right? It's always a few inches bigger. It's always a few ounces more. It's always, it's always a bigger story than it is. Can you imagine the story Peter would have had for the rest of his life? For many of us, I would have caught that. and I, would have, I wouldn't have fallen at Jesus' feet and said, Jesus, I'm a sinful, sinful man. I would have said, Jesus, thank You, but I got it from here. Because You set me up for life. I'm going to be the famous fisherman. FCC, I don't know right now where Jesus is going to step into your life. He realized that Peter had an empty boat and he realized what was a priority to Peter was fish. So he said, I'm going to use fish to get him to follow me. For some of you, it may be a family member. For some of you, it may be an addiction. For some of you, it may be something that is such a priority in your life. That's what you think about all of the time. And Jesus is going to tear at your nets, blessing you where you know it's not you and it's Him. And He's going to have you drag your blessings to the shore and realize that those fish, they're just rotten. That catch that they laid down, it's nothing, Lord. It's nothing compared to You. I'm going to leave all of that that You just blessed Me with, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to follow You. And Jesus said, not only are You going to follow Me, You're going to be a fisher of men. I ask You to close Your eyes across this place. Lord, we have some empty gas gauges in here. In fact, we have people in here who they're the, they try to stop by the gas station every day and just put in $5 and just try to get through the day because that's all they think they have. That's all they think they can afford. That's all they, they just are getting by. Yet when they see someone out and about, they act as if that gas gauge is full. And Lord, You have taught me through this story. That you can operate far better in an empty ship than a full ship. You can operate far better when I say, Lord, I'm empty. Lord, I need you. Lord, you are my Father, and I don't want to act anymore like I have it all together. I don't want to act anymore like my gas gauge is on full. I know, Lord, it doesn't make sense, but I have nothing with you, I have nothing without you. Lord, I can't do it by myself. So this morning across this place, I need you as we close to imagine what it is in your life right now that has that gas gauge on empty. What it is that has your faith wavering. What it has that has you not reaching out to the empty boats in your own lake. And not inviting them over so the blessings overflow. What it is in your life that is keeping you so empty that you don't invite others to church, that you don't tell others about God, that you don't thank Him for the blessings in your life, that you don't realize that your nets have been tearing apart because of the blessings you've had. Yet you've just drugged them to the shore and then went and regassed up the next day. That stops today, Lord. God, I ask You with all of the power that You give us inside of us with Your Holy Spirit, I ask You with all of the strength and the courage and the wisdom that You gave Your Son Jesus to defeat that cross for us, to put that inside of us today. That when we see that our nets are full, when we see what You have blessed us with, when we see where we truly, truly are, Lord, that we can just leave all that stuff on the shore. And realize it's just going to rot there. Because the true blessing is You. Lord, we thank You in a world today that doesn't doesn't make sense. That You are the sense maker. Thank You, Lord, for taking the puzzle of my life that I have laid out across my table. That I don't know how to put together. Thank You for helping me put it together. Bless these people today, Lord. Give them the blessings that they're looking for from the Father. We always knew we had, but sometimes forgot how much You've given us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.